right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Well, the Pleiadians say that it will will be held in this until we open up in a different way. So it's, you know, it's just, they, you know, they're, they're saying towards the end, they've always said nothing's going to get better until the very end of this year. Energetically, things are going to happen this in this month, which are going to be outstanding in December. But, you know, we're going to be held in this place until we choose differently. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Higher Journeys. I'm your host, Alexis Brooks, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me today. Well, what can we say after I've lost count eight, nine months at this point of our living in a very different world? The questions persist among us all. What is next? What does this all mean? Why are we going through this? I don't know that anyone has a definitive answer. I know there are a lot of opinions out there, but I have to tell you, the guest that you are about to hear from, Christine Day, known as the Palladian Ambassador, had some very, very powerful things to say about the significance, the life-changing significance for each and every one of us of what's happening right now from the Palladian perspective. This is uh, an entity of beings that she has been transmitting, uh, or I should say transmitting on behalf of for many years now. And I got to hear uh, Christine during one of those transmissions in person when we were together in Australia last year. Well, speaking of Australia, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the significance of Uluru, this heart center, even though it's known as the solar plexus chakra, but what is coming, uh, its significance to the heart and how we can use our own heart in a way that is only Christine can explain to help us shift as painlessly as possible into an era that she believes is going to be grand beyond, beyond comprehension. So I want you to listen to everything that Christine had to say. We are going to talk about um, the significance of the pandemic from a, from a metaphysical perspective. That's what we do here. But we're also going to talk about, among many other things, we've got a lot packed in, the significance of the physical symptoms that many of us are having right now. Yes, I'm talking about the ear buzzing or what we like to call white noise. She knew exactly what I was talking about and she explained what she feels it is, what she says it is for sure, in a way that I had not heard, quite heard in this way before. So I know you're gonna wanna stand by for that. I also wanna say, uh, Please come over and join us in the members only section for the after show where we continue the conversation and where Christine shares a couple of her own thoughts with me that I was a little bit surprised to hear in a good way, but you never know what's going to come out in the after show. So you'll definitely want to check check uh, that after you uh, watch this show. It was great. Before I let you know, before I let you go, I want to remind you to please subscribe to the journey if you enjoy the higher journey here on YouTube. We appreciate it. As always, uh, hit the notification bell to make sure that you get notified and you better be getting notified. I've heard from a few people that they're not getting notifications on the new shows, but in any case, subscribe so you know what's going on with your journeys. All right, on with the show. Christine Day, without further ado, you're going to love it, I guarantee. Christine Day and I have been chatting for a, a little while, and I know Christine doesn't have a long time, but I, I figured something told me to hit that record button, Christine, because I knew you'd have something very important to say. All of what you're going to be saying today is important and necessary. So I'm going to make this the open 
<laughs> welcome, juniors. Welcome to Higher Journeys. So delighted to have Christine Day back, uh, gracing our presence after I worked feverishly to get her on the schedule because she's, despite the 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 ban on travel, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, Christine's not even able to go back to Australia for quite some time. Um, she's still been busy. She's still been busy doing all sorts <laughs> of things. And maybe toward the end of the show, we can talk a bit about some of the great things that you you have been able to morph into, like so many of us, a virtual uh, presence. But uh, welcome back, Christine Day. I'm so happy to see your beautiful face today. It's so good to see you, Alexis. Mm, doesn't it seem like, my gosh, a lifetime has passed since we were in our each other's presence in January, remember, we're both at the airport, both leaving. And uh, who would know? Because from that point, it was like we didn't even know about the pandemic, really. It was in the world, but we weren't aware of it. And it was like, you know, that when I think that was just January this year that we were there, it feels like lifetimes. It feels like lifetimes. Yes. I'm going to ask you a question right off the bat. Let's use this as a segue because I know that there's so much that, that, comes through you, through your uh, incredible relationship with the Palladians. When you were in Uluru last year, and I'll never forget, maybe I'll put a clip where you were in tears explaining how Uluru touched you and me, by the way. We both shed tears. And it really took my breath away. I'm still, I think, very emotional around the whole process. <laughs> Mine was a year before when I did the base walk. Nonetheless, you were emotionally struck by this beautiful female energy. You said that you got a lot of messages while you were there. And although we wouldn't know what it would be, what implications it would have, did you get any sense, even looking back in retrospect, as to what we were about to face back in January? Well, you know, I knew there was transformation coming and the messages um, in the cave of Uluru, where I reconnected with my Pleiadian tribe, which was life-changing for me at that time, was that there was a huge shift coming for the entire planet and that nothing would be the same. Nothing would run the same energetically um, this year, this, this 2020, actually. And so I didn't know what to expect with that. But I can clearly now see in retrospect just how everything has been so incredibly orchestrated. This is a divine orchestration, this pandemic, and it has stopped everyone on the planet. It's, it's had a global change as the globe has been in reset action from 2020, the beginning of 2020. So it's been a huge um huge uh, undertaking of destiny. Of destiny. Yes, it's definitely a destiny uh, that's been set in motion through the pandemic. And for each one of us, we've been slowed right down and taken out of our routines, our rituals. Our ego minds have just gone into a spiral because we can't do things the same. And we've been really, many of us have been held in a place and just had to stay home many people. Um, mm -hmm. And in that time, we've gone through this energetic reset in readiness for next month. Energetic reset. We're hearing two words a lot. Great, reset, three words, and shift. But great is always there. The great and reset. Glorious. 
Joseph. I would say glorious too, even though for some, one would just like a glorious time. Well, it's definitely challenging and glorious. The paradox that we spoke of, the paradox. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The magic and the madness, the crystal and the crisis, the diamond and the dust, as I often say. You talk about, again, I, I want to kind of stick with Uluru as perhaps the, not the crux of the conversation, but that seems to be the launching point or was, perhaps still is, of what is happening right now. Not the cause necessarily, but a PowerPoint that privied some of us to some aspect of what's going on. And you talk about dimensional gateways. I remember in our last conversation, dimensional gateways or doorways opening up. What, um, how can I ask this question? And I, I know that you're a glass half full person, as am I. <laughs> but when we think of dimensional gateways, here's the first thing that came to mind. I think portals opening. And I don't know if, if that's what you mean. I don't know if it's if it's if it's more complex than that. But when I think of a doorway opening or a portal opening, all sorts of things can come through, including not great things. Do you think there may be other influences that are that have come through that are adding to the challenge that may not have our best interest at heart? I don't believe so, and I'll tell you why. Because the Galactic Council is overseeing planet Earth right now as we move through this transitional phase. Part of their work is to keep the balance on Earth and maintain a really pristine almost aura around Earth where we can't, none of the negative energies can come in so that we can go through this transitional phase, which is intense enough, without having any unwanted energies coming into the mix. And, and that... You know, that gateway, you call it a portal, a doorway, Alexis. But what I would say is this gateway of Uluru is still operating incredibly strongly in um, at this time. It's actually it's getting stronger and stronger as the days go on towards the end of December. And it's playing a major role at Uluru worldwide. It's like the epicenter of what I would call the sacred heart framework that is being realigned and re-anchored on this earth plane. Okay. I appreciate that. It's a tough one to to really parse when you're when you're standing back and looking at all of the things that are going on that aren't so great. I'd like to talk about actually just define a little more this gateway. Okay. Because it's let me let me bring the words forth. The Pleiadians give me the picture. So it's like almost like a multi-dimensional new framework that is on Earth. It's come on Earth. It started on, at the beginning of 2020 in that conjunction with that, with that birthing opening that took place when we were at the conference. But since then, it has it, it's creating a series of of multidimensional energetic experiences. Now, we are multidimensional beings within our nature. Yes, we have our humanity, our ego minds, but we also have our multidimensional sacred nature that we haven't always utilized. And, and this is the time for us to come into our own within our sacred nature, which is multidimensional. So this framework, this gateway from Uluru has 
actually brought in this multidimensional framework in which each one of us can birth ourselves through. We can reconnect into the space and align much more readily with the inner sacred nature that we are. And that's why it's a gateway. It's not a portal. Portal energy is very different. This is active and, and on and building daily as we move towards the end of this year. And it's been active all year. So it's interacting actually through each person's unique frequency within their heart cells. So it's, it's spreading out, interacting, especially those of us on the path, it's interacting consciously through your unique frequency of your heart cells, through my unique frequency. We each have an energetic resonance connected mm -hmm. to the framework of the gateway, this multidimensional space of God light that we are. And that's what this framework is going from the heart of Uluru outwards. And it's even this last few days, I found myself back in the cave in Uluru, back through with my Pleiadian tribe, because I'm going to be doing a transmission from Uluru um, live on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And and so it's like I'm being prepared. And also I'm also doing a lot of things in the world um, with other groups uh, in other venues. Um, but I'm being, I'm carrying uh, a much more higher element, like an elevated space of where I was with Uluru than I have all year right now. Your being there last year was probably more important, was more important than you can even imagine. I'm sure as you're saying that it was meant for you to be there yesterday and touch that soil and bring that oh. frequency back, I'm sure. It's been life-changing, Alexis, and it's continued to evolve through the year. But just, as I said, this last few days, I cannot even start to describe the incredible majesty of entering the Uluru form into the cave and through that form, different than any other experience I've had, even when I was there in January. Mm -hmm. so I know we're in for a huge awakening, uh, further awakening. Further um, awakening, yeah. yeah. Further awakening. It's where it becomes much more easy for us to navigate and flow and reconnect to our God light. That that framework actually starts to anchor through us so that we can become that multidimensional um, tool that we are, um, not only for ourselves, but for all of humanity here right. on earth. I resonate with what you're saying, but I'm, as I'm listening, I'm, I, I suppose I'm listening through the ears of the individual perhaps that wouldn't normally be having this kind of conversation. We're speaking about humanity and I'm thinking of all the people that are at least consciously oblivious to the very things we're talking about, Christine. Uh -huh. How will <laughs> this affect them? And are they doing it in their own way, unbeknownst to their conscious self? All right. So this is an important question because every person, every human being on this earth plane have said yes to being here at mm -hmm. this time. Everybody, those that are awake and those who are not awake. And, and the reason they've come is to have this launching experience. 
Now, we are conscious. We're going to launch into this framework and, and reconnect to our multidimensionality before many other human beings on the planet. And then we hold a platform, a pathway for each one of them to come in when they're ready. But what the Pleiadians are saying is this third dimensional reality here on planet Earth is like being in a dream and you wake up and you're going, oh, I was just dreaming. <laughs> and 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 our, all of our sacred natures are fully intact just beyond the veil, every one of us. We have a sacred nature that is waiting for us to say yes, to allow that reconnection in. Even those people who are not awake, there'll be a moment where they wake up and suddenly just remember who they are. You really feel that. Well, yep. the Pleiadians have shown that to me so many times. And and it's just like when they do wake up, they will be fully themselves within their multidimensionality. They will have all of their tools in readiness and the whole consciousness of the planet will shift at that time and it will no longer be a third-dimensional planet. Mm. We will be a fourth, fifth, sixth upward planet and, and planet Earth will never play this role again. You see, the, the gift of us being here is that each one of us, instead of dying and leaving this physical body to remember who we are, we actually stay in these physical bodies and remember. And we carry the full frequency of our light in these cells because we can, because we have a crystalline structure that birthed through us on 11, 11, 11. Hmm. And on 12, 12, 12, it was activated and turned on for those of us that were conscious. So all of those people on the planet right now have a crystalline structure, whether they're aware of it or not. Um, all babies now are being born with the crystalline structure actively turned on. Hmm. And so we're all re geared. We can carry the full light of ourselves with that crystalline structure because we're electrical in nature. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And so, and so we can be in these physical forms, hold our full light of our consciousness, and then, of course, still play out the human part because Which we are important. human beings. We're meant to come and have the human experience but instead we start to change our relationship with our humanity. Mm -hmm. Instead of the self-condemnation, the judgment, the guilt, the shame, we actually start to love our humanity, our imperfection, and through the love and the acceptance of ourselves, the relationship between our humanity and our sacred come together. And that is that is the plan. Okay. I know it's to be true. I've I've done the work myself, so I've transformed my own relationship with my human self. Right. I've, I'm carrying the light of myself in this physical body and transmitting out that love. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I'm having my human experience and I've come into a place of real acceptance and, and love of my idiosyncrasies as a mm -hmm. human being. And this is where we're heading I carry the platform for that, as many do on the earth plane. But each one of us is destined for this. Mm -hmm. so that we change our communities on planet earth. We become very different communities. We work with our neighbours within the universe. We take our role, our rightful place within that universe. 
You say we're perfectly imperfect. I always remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've also said, I got a lot of quotes that I, I, I from you that I feel are so poignant and can act as launch points for discussion. And one of the things I think is related to what you just said is that what we're seeing play out right now, you say, quote, the turmoil and division is mirroring the parts of ourselves that are in separation. Now, that's, I suppose, what's happening now. Is this uh, the the mirror that we're now seeing so so clearly in preparation to get rid of it to, so we can be ushered into what you're talking about? Because we're dealing with turmoil and division right now like yeah. never before. And the light is bringing the division up. It's unearthing it. It's always been there, but now it's unearthed right in front of us. Right. No, I get that. <laughs> the table of, of drama, you know, and and then it's about how much are you willing to allow yourself to engage in that illusion? Right. Or how willing are you to come into your heart and align to the peace and the truth of things and the vastness of your own multidimensionality? And, and so we're looking at it, we've got the dark and the light, you know, and it's really highlighted. And that play out between humanity right now, the polarisation of individuals on, in this country, we'll just stay with America, um, that's enough. <laughs> and it's, of course, out across the world as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's right in front of us now. And, and then you get to choose. Am I going to have a moment of being in fear or struggle? or get totally overwhelmed by the human, you know, the human play out, oh, my goodness, or do you stay in your heart and feel the vastness of your own light and bring that to humanity? And and it's having a moment, not doing it perfectly, but having moments of being here Mm -hmm. and witnessing the illusion but not becoming part of it. And, and, And it's... When you look at that and you look at everybody around us, you know, there's those who are struggling with poverty. I mean, there's a lot going on. I mean, people just breaking down, losing their homes, not having enough money to buy food. Uh, you know, th- th- that is that human suffering, that not having enough, the suffering, the struggle, the fear, the worry, that's very human. Mm-hmm. And it's magnifying in so many people. You know, it's a lot. It's a it lot. A lot. There, I don't know that I've ever used cliches more than this year. This is a cliche year. The darkness is before the dawn. I can't think of that. That's the one thing that's coming right now. And they're they're all true. We're in this, we're all in this together. I say we're all in this together, but we may not come out exactly at the same place. No, but hopefully we won't. We don't need to stay where we are. People need to understand and hear that they have choices, different choices, different ways of doing things. It's just like when all my work collapsed this year. Mm. Like, well, where am I going to pay? How am I going to pay the mortgage? Um, How am I going to make things work? And I thought, okay, I'm letting go. I'm not going up here to try and figure it out. All of a sudden, I had yeah. a, year, a year clear, nothing. Everything was cancelled, every part of my work. Yeah. 
And so the Pleiadians said, well, we actually want to, want to transmit through you a, a, a COVID pattern to, to help people. It's a patterning that if they bring their awareness into it and work with it, it actually stops them from getting COVID. And I thought, oh, great, that's a great way of making money. Fantastic. That'll bring money in. And I said, oh, no, we, this has to be free. Say this again. I, 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 no. I, I want to make sure I'm understanding what you just said. A COVID patent. A sacred COVID patent where people work into the patent. It was given out as a free application. And there was an audio file with it to guide them into the patenting and start working with the energy that works with the immune system, the cells, the lungs, um, and really strengthens the body and the immunity and guards against the COVID. And so it was like my initial, as I said, reaction was, oh, good, money, that will bring money in. There'll be a lot of people interested in that. It was like, no, this has to be a free application. Hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm going to let go and I'm doing that. So it was like just letting go. Hmm. And then all of this new information came in. This is what we want you to do. Mm -hmm. Working online actually will expand people's telepathic center and their ability to go into that communion center and expand their brain, uh, reopen some of the doorways in the brain working online rather than in person. And So I've had the most successful year and um, it's been a, an incredible learning curve Right. I'm incredibly grateful for every experience. You're actually beaming, by the way. <laughs> you you always look extraordinary, Christine. But when I as soon as you came online with me, I thought, wow, she looks really exuberant. So it's coming through. And I hope that comes through to everyone that's watching us or will be watching us uh, on Wednesday when the show airs. Wow. A couple more questions that I know will take us probably a good part of the way toward the end, and then we're going to go on over to Patreon and continue the after with the after show. I remember you hearing, I've been listening to a couple of your talks in recent weeks and uh, perhaps a month or so ago where you alluded to not, I, I guess I'm kind of paraphrasing, but the idea that at some level, correct me if I'm wrong, we consciously, unconsciously co-created the scenario in order to birth ourselves into, and I'm definitely paraphrasing, in order to birth ourselves into this new um, energetic framework or signature. I've heard this before, and I, I have thoughts about this myself, going back to the old adage of uh, we create our own reality. Do yeah. you feel that at some very visceral level, we created this scenario? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We may not remember being that creator. We actually created all the scenarios we're living out right now. And it's about taking responsibility for that. And so if your life has changed dramatically, this is what I've been saying to people. If, say, your work's fallen away, um, you know, and your ego mind goes into fear, into, sh into struggle, into panic, anxiety, and it will try and think of what you can do to get yourself out of the situation you find yourself in. And that's the opposite place to go. This within the heart is where you'll get your inspiration, your ideas that will take you into a new direction that will be a successful direction for you. And this is what I, I feel like many people are, you know, are still struggling with is 
that the ego mind is not where we need to go for the answers that we need for our own unfoldment right now. We have to do it differently. Mm -hmm. And are you willing to let the ego mind just have its, it chatters, it always chatters, but here is where your next step is, mm -hmm. where your success is, where you can move to and start to live from a very different place and start to really activate that abundance energy that you need for whatever it is you need in your life right now. And it's never the way your mind thinks it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Always mm -hmm. different, which I love. Yeah. The ego mind's misunderstanding and misinterpretation of, of our situations in our life are so, you know, that, that it has a story going that isn't based on reality. Agreed. Heart itself takes you to the most simple but powerful resolutions to our problems. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I just uh, had Howard Martin of Heart Math on the show. He's been on the show many times over the years, but he was on, I believe, our last show. And I've always been an advocate and a supporter of their work uh, on, around heart intelligence, not just mm -hmm. as a notion, but as an actual faculty that is underutilized and underrepresented. And I, yes, I absolutely the knowing agree. and the knowledge exists. The truth exists here. Absolutely. And so it's the truth and your knowledge and your understanding for you right now in this moment, not next year, not, you know, the past. This is about here and now for your highest good. And that's, you know, that's been a big message that I've been asked to put out this year because I know people are struggling. I know people are in fear, um, you know, and, and when you get hooked into that cycle in the ego mind, it just leaves you like in that confused spiraling down state where there feels like despair. There's no hope, that hopelessness, that helplessness. Mm -hmm you know, is so extreme. Hmm. There's so many questions I have. And should, again, I, I feel as if I'm a thousand people listening to you right now. And I almost feel their questions coming through me. We know there's no panacea or silver bullet for what you're talking about. And yet it's accessible. Is there anything that you would recommend that people do aside from what I advocate is just getting quiet and breathing deeply to try to bring ourselves back to that center point that people it's can do in the process there's no mystery here and and it's so simple the ego mind wants to make it difficult mm -hmm. but the fact is if you bring your palms of your hands to your chest this is the heart space this is your multi-dimensional tool this is where the knowledge is. And as you link into it, and you link into it just by bringing your hands there, bringing your awareness to where you feel the warmth or the pressure of your hands right on your chest. This is your heart. You claim this is my heart. And then you keep your awareness there and you use what the Pleiadians call the conscious breath, which is a breath in the mouth, and out the mouth, and you place it like a soft wind right into where you feel, see, or sense your hands. And you let yourself just open your awareness into 
that space that you see, sense, or feel. And it may be really subtle. That's okay. Just keep your awareness there. And then you take another conscious breath, like a soft wind right into the space. You're still feeling the warmth of your hands, the pressure of your hands on your heart, but your awareness somehow can go further. And it might be like you're entering this space bigger than the room that you're in. It doesn't matter. It's your multidimensional heart. But let your awareness open as far as you can, not by struggling or trying. And maybe you see or sense or feel a space. Maybe you feel, see or sense some peace. Maybe you see some light. Just touch your awareness on what your experience is, however subtle, however large. And then take another conscious breath in and out the mouth and place it right into the experience that you see, sense, or feel. You're going into your heart. You're going in. And if you do that just 10 minutes in the morning, there'll be a time where you just place your hand during the day on your heart and you'll go right into that space. That is where your expanded guidance is, where knowledge and knowing and understanding is, where your next step is being shown to you. And you just keep letting go into that. It's you choosing to come mm -hmm. back into the vastness of your own multidimensional heart. You're choosing differently. You're mm -hmm. change, changing all the self-sabotage cycles from your ego mind. So while you're here with your awareness here, you're in your heart space. And then after, maybe you'll be in here, just still with the worries. Sure. So bring your hands down, come in and just let yourself be in the peace. No mm -hmm. agenda. It's not a, an agenda. It's about letting go and being. It's so simple. It's but so simple. incredibly powerful. Then all of a sudden you'll be in your heart and it's like you'll get some sort of idea. You go, oh, my gosh, okay, I could do that. Where it just comes out of the blue. It's not trying to work it out. It's been given to you and you go and your mind will go, oh, no, just ignore that. But, no, hold that idea and use the breath into it and say, yes, the conscious breath says, yes, I'm willing to let go. Yes, I'm willing to receive my light. And that is your heart. I love it. I and love it. So simple, but so incredibly life-changing. You'll never be the same again. I think that's happening with people now, Christine, not realizing that necessarily going through the steps as you describe it. And this will get me into the next thing that I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up. People are having, I, I say we're living at a very metaphysically potent time. We are. That's we are. the framework that's coming in from that. Absolutely. I have seen personal evidence of it. My audience is talking to me all the time. Everything from uh, increased synchronicity, exponential synchronicity increase, the repeating numbers, the, the, the hits, the intuitive hits, et cetera. Now, here's the other thing that I'm busting at the seams to ask you. <laughs> We're going through a massive shift forgive me for using the word that's used all the time. The gateways are opening, the, the, the frequency is accelerating and people are having physical symptoms, mm -hmm. uh, like including it. myself. During this, I'm talking to the audience, you know where I'm going here because we've been talking about this for month and I, months and I have been sort of leading the charge on this. Christine, what people are describing is white noise in the ears. I have had it 
since February, unrelenting, vertigo, and other assorted um, anomalies, physiological anomalies. Now, there's a lot of debate, jury's still out as to what the cause is. We know that there's some deleterious technology out there that could be complicating the the the, the, the works here. Uh, but this idea of this accelerated frequency of the planet, that even the Schumann resonance has uh, resonance has gone up exponentially. Tell me what your thoughts are on all of this. What's going on? So be aware that our pulse within the magnetic core of the Earth has transformed. There's this this pulse that activated in January from the gateway at Uluru, and it started to pulse out like a heartbeat of light. And that pulse has got stronger and stronger and stronger. It's building daily. At this point, we are resonating in that pulse the same as the rest of the universe. We're actually, for the first time ever, aligned to the same vibrational frequency as our resident universe here. And that pulse is coming through the brain cells, through the through the um, brain synapses, through the nerve, right through the nervous system, right through the electrical energies and reopening energetic centers through the brain, which is connected to the ears and the eyes. Hmm. So for those, and there are a lot of people with that white noise coming through, the best way to work with it is you are being tuned like a radio station to a new frequency setting, your own unique divine vibrational frequency. If you bring your awareness into that white noise, mm -hmm. just like you did in the heart, bring your awareness right into the center so like you become it, then bring your conscious breath right into the center of it and let your awareness open up. You start to utilize and open into that frequency and vibration of that white noise. And as you do that and as you let go into it with the conscious breath, and open up through it, it actually starts to then align into every cell of your body. You'll start to feel that white noise start to shift. When I say shift, it starts to open and you start to utilize it. Mm -hmm. It's like you're saying, okay, I'm going to start utilizing this energy. Yes. And when you start to utilize it, the energy, that white noise starts to change its momentum and starts to be able to be utilized through the brain synapses, through the crystalline structure, which is right through the spine, right through the lung, in the thyroid, it's in the brain cells, and that white noise starts to almost like channel into those crystalline energies. Mm -hmm. All it's saying to you is utilize this now. But a lot of people don't understand that. And so they're pushing it away instead of allowing it to come in. Mm -hmm. I understand. I've been meditating. I've been using it as a focal point for meditation, not every time. And it, it fluctuates. It never fully goes away, but it will fluctuate in amplitude, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, quickly, I know... Lay, I say lay people, people that aren't necessarily in our space, friends of mine that are uh, describing the same sensation. And I know people that are in our space and others, many who are not. Mm -hmm. Why are we 
feeling this differently? I mean, I know we're all individuals, but why isn't everyone experiencing this in your estimation? Well, for me, I I don't experience it because I utilize it and I integrate it in as it happens. So I spend always the beginning of my day orientating to the, my new frequency of the day because it's been turned up daily. So my, my piece is you open up into it, you work with it, you allow it to move into the centers and the areas it's designed to operate in. And that way, it's very interesting how it starts to change. Another piece of that is coming from your heart center like your hands are in the prayer position. You connect to your heart, but stay with your hands here, but you move your awareness out beyond your physical body to the energetic field while your hands are still here and open right through that energetic field with your awareness and your conscious breath, always using your awareness and conscious breath. And then you're bringing your awareness and conscious breath back to where your palms are connected at the heart. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. also will help you stabilize and monitor the energies that are continuing to build and you're actually working with them. You're engaging through them and with them. And that also helps with the noise. I've worked because I've been doing one-on-one -on -one sessions too, which I never do, but I was guided to do that this year. And so I've worked with a lot of people with that white noise and they've totally learned how to work with it and it hasn't come back. Isn't they just integrate it daily through the systems. So the goal is to really not get rid of it, but to understand the nature of it in exactly. order to stabilize the, okay. Yes. If you look at it like you are a radio. Yes, and we you're are. And tuned in. Just look at it that way. That white noise is you're being dialed to a different frequency. That's, it's really that simple. You don't think that now I'm taking it a little, you know, in another direction, not another direction, but an additional layer is what I call it, mm -hmm. because there are so many technologies out there now, uh, uh, Christine, that I do feel are not good for our bodies. I agree. I agree. Is there an influence of that that could be exacerbating the symptoms that we're getting? I say not this or that, but this and that. It won't help. It doesn't help, but you can wear things. You can, you, there are so many things to counteract that, to kind of push it or keep it away from you in a certain way that you can utilize. There's a lot of things on the market that really work well in stopping that mm -hmm. coming through. Okay. So, so and of course, everyone's on their computers more. They're on their phones more. Everyone's at home online doing their things. So, that doesn't help the situation. No, no. At all. Okay, fair enough. That was fantastic. Worth its weight in gold. I know the juniors are going to love this. Listen, I'm looking at the clock for your schedule. Mm -hmm. And I want to say very quickly, everyone, we are going to take this over to Patreon. I'm going to put up the banner right now because there are a couple of things we're not going to be able to get into the main show. A couple of questions that our patrons had for you. Uh, I want to talk about December 21st. I'm sorry, I'm going to leave, going to leave the December 21st chat for the after show. So <laughs> we're going to go on over to Patreon and pick it up there. Tell us very briefly before we sign off of the main show, what's next 
on your virtual schedule, not your <laughs> physical. <laughs> well, I'm doing a three-day Pleiadian seminar online, and that's the 5th, 6th, and 7th of December. That'll be amazing. It's three full days. Um, and it's working with the energies I received at Uluru. Uh, it's what the Pleiadians call Peyatana. It's a 10th to 16th dimensional frequency where you learn the sacred breath to enter the realm of Peyatana, which is uh, where you will find your own unique divine frequency and start learning how to engage directly with it. It's very beautiful work, very powerful. So that's happening. And then I'm doing a live Zoom transmission for the 21st. It's going to be, I will be di transmitting directly live from, well, not I am live because I'm linked into Uluru, but I will be working from Uluru, inside Uluru, and transmitting a 90-minute class. Um, so that's happening in December. That'll be amazing. That'll be it for the end of the year. But, yeah, so, okay. you know, it's going to be, I know it's going to be life-changing for at what the Pleiadians are calling a holy event. They mm -hmm. don't often say that. So we don't take that lightly. Yeah. Let's expound on that that important date. We're going to go on over to the after show right now, juniors. Please join us. And Christina, as always, thank you so much. You really made my day. You asked me how I was doing when we first got online, and I'll tell you, I'm very transparent. Today was a great day. Today wasn't past tense, but it is now because of you. Thank you so much. Thank so lovely so being much. on the show, Alexis. Love you dearly, and love you too, juniors. Hope to see you over on Patreon. We're going over there right now. Take care. <laughs>